What happened to me? Where have I been? And what am I doing? Who am I? All of these things might have crossed the minds of New Yorkers. The ones who know me, heard of me, and will ultimately get to know me. Well, I have not been too far away. I've gotten closer. City of New York. My name is Andre Lewis. I was born at Kings County Hospital, 1984, on the 31st day of May. I live in the first district in the city of New York. I've lived in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Fort Greene, Clinton Hill, Bushwick, Blackbush, Midwood, and the list goes on. You gonna call them bad? I have worked since the age of 16 as a servant down. of the city of New York. You gonna? Oh, okay. I'm a okay. founder. I have been an executive yeah. director. Well, and most importantly, I am an Never on earth did I, in my right mind, think that I would have been the one to have gone through and have seen the things I've seen. There is nothing too hard for God, so that leaves me with this much to say. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can God will continue to bless me and the city of New York as we move forward into a new season. Politically charged, motivated, and ever so ready to take on new challenges in life. I first pause and say, praise her changes. There is no explanation for good or bad behavior. Good comes from good people and through good things. Bad behavior without explanation. Is developed and created and actually happened through 
over time influenced by bad people, <laughs> situations, or the climate itself. Listen. I'm not talking about the way. Who in the room is most likely to miss a flight? Me or you? Exactly. Who in the I don't know how I got across the bridge. I don't know how I fell victim. And I don't know why I did the things I did. Along the way to 16. But God has continued proving himself that he is able to do just what he said he would do. And that is continued to show me that he is in charge and that no man shall not hinder me. You get where I'm going. You thought I was going to go say I was going to be running against Diana Richardson. Or going for Lori Conway. You might have thought I was going to compete in the race against Velmore, or have another read from these Robo teams. Tell you about Lori Conway and all her legislative packages and things she's done over the years. Or tell you how long I've known Jemani Williams and Senator Kevin Parker. <laughs> None of these things are on my mind today. Today, the first day of a new season for me and a new an awakening for the city of New York. The mayor, Bill de Blasio, came across. Our yeah, messaging system, our tech mail, our instant communication form, the cellular phone, and he said, like, never before has the city seen anything like it. The mayor sent out a text message. It clearly said there was a curfew. You needed to be inside by 11 p.m. I mean, two hours before our normal 1 a.m. Governor Cuomo, the Andrew Cuomo, get your ass inside because we need to clean the train station, the subway, the New York City MTA. No, but seriously. If it hasn't occurred to you, people, that something is happening that has never happened before, you ought to look at me and say something is clearly happening. Whether it's good or bad, it's existent. The mayor sent out a text message, and a te in that text message was a link. And that link directed us to a never-before-seen page, two pages long, if I correct me if I'm wrong, and said he'll figure it out. <laughs> but it said basically, state of the of emergency upon the city, ultimately referring to the state, ultimately referring to the country's present state. It said at the end, you needed to be in so opportunity. It said you had a curfew. 
It also mentioned in the center of that letter, the evermost, the innermost, that it that that we have seen a certain level of bad disobedience ultimately in response, cause and effect. We know cause and effect, right? Remember that one? Okay, do we love New York? Yeah, in the Charlotte McRae, in the Charlotte, Charlotte McRae, first lady, in her voice. The reality is, is that we have been victims of so much as New Yorkers. We've experienced so much as New Yorkers, and here is your awakening. Something is happening. And has happened. And will happen. It has not completed its term yet, if you will, politically. It's still in season, not due season, but it's still going through. Where am I going with this, Chad? I'm just trying to tell you that the mayor of the city of New York, I've never seen anything like that. I'm almost standing there folding, folding, folding. I'm telling you, we have not seen it. Wake up, people. I don't know what they have to do with Trump. I don't know what they have to do with Governor Cuomo. I don't know if they have to do with the elections. I don't know if they have to do with Brett Bulldozer being the good thing or the bad thing. I know one thing. It has a lot to do with you. And so, regardless of the gallery not being done already, and your livelihood. It has a lot to do with how you will live past this. Because ultimately, people, under the sound of my voice, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. I started talking about two things that I hold dearly to my heart. I hold them as a form of insight, vigilance, and ultimately as prophecy. Something has happened to me, something is happening to us, and something will happen continuously if we don't begin to awaken ourselves and pay good damn attention. I spoke about the Memophysiolae. What was the Memophysiae? The Memophysiolae, in my terminology, was a word I made up between two things. The Memophysiolae. I don't have the thing. What is that? We talked about asbestos. We talked about the, you know, the, the ear, the ear last time we talked about environmental control. We started to smell things. I started to say to myself, "Oh my Jesus, oh my Lord, the memophysiolae. What was the memophysiolae? What is the memophysiolae? Coronavirus nineteen. An airborne something that has gone to. I know what it's going to do." But God spoke to me then. Go back to my podcast. 
I don't want to be the next preacher. I don't need to be the next preacher pop up, and I don't need to be the next Joe DeRazio. But what I do need to do is be me. I'm going to tell you like it is. The second part to that is. Those words, and you'll hear two words, two words that I made that will continuously mention throughout the melody. Which to me has been always something in the air. And two, I don't care. Continue to live. Well, I'm gonna tell you by the end of the podcast. Maybe not this one. Maybe next. Because they ain't if they ain't singing for you to go I said to myself, oh my God, what are you talking about? I talked about this thing that all along, I'm crazy. What does that lead me to? It leads me to ultimately, as I look out my window, and the blessings have continued. I don't know why and we and how. Thank you, God. Thank you, you. Thank you, me. You and you and you. Why God continues to show show people who have the ability to see and hear and listen. Now, you have one of those two damn skills. Because if I don't write this in my podcast description, you're going to hear it right now. Here it goes. Or abilities or senses, rather. Is it's your time to make change. I don't care if you are sleeping on the streets. Because some people have chosen that as an ultimate response to things that has happened in their lives and they feel more comfortable there. I can't blame anyone for doing whatever they do and whatever they feel comfortable doing. I don't care if you're living in the Twin Towers on top of the top of the building or the Empire State Building or the Statue of Liberty or you're living on the eight, the hundredth floor of that new field next um, in Central Park or by Central I don't care if you live in the basement in somebody's house in Clapton or Concrete. You have to listen to this. This is very important. It's not about Trump. It's about exercising your right to be able to live a life that you feel just and deemed appropriate. Let me tell you, when I said test of the emergency broadcast system, I'm not talking to any particular group or subsector of people or any industry or any lifestyle. I'm talking to people who are able to hear. The reality is, is that there is something happening in our country, but most importantly, our city and state. It requires you to do one thing. Practice makes perfect. It's to exercise your right to vote. Without either of those two things, practice and perfect, you will fail. You better start practicing under my side of Bible. I'm going to tell you like it is to get to the pole because guess what? Next time is going to be week-long curfews. I don't know how long it's going to last. We might be living like some states where everything is shut down, where there will be no more trains and there will be no more buses ultimately after a certain time, whether it's because of the money or it's because of bad behavior, something in the ear or something underneath the ground. You have to begin to take charge of yourself. Second thing is what we've seen is another black life being uh, taken away from us due to uh, 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 over excessive forces from government and policing and positions of power. Let me tell you one thing, that I believe, I've come to one understanding, the only way you can make change along these lines and with these people is doing what?
is doing what? If ultimately, if ultimately, hello, are you there? Okay, you're here. Okay. It's ultimately, it's ultimately, it's ultimately, what was the second thing I had to say? Hold on. Charlene, where's your book at? Flip a Charlene page, everybody. Charlene always had a little book with her little, look like she has a sheet protected and like something. Ultimately, make change. And secondly, is take over. When I say take over, the police department. Police departments are traditionally ran, and almost like to me, I believe, like you raise your kids to become a police officer. I'm a police officer. I became a sergeant, I'm a captain, I'm hooda, 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 hooda. I'm gonna raise my son and maybe my daughter to become a police de- uh, police officer. And so if you're talking about racism within police departments, those are things that don't necessarily happen overnight. Those are things that in which people are almost raised raised to take on the responsibility in the job, and if you're being raised by a racist, that will continue within such department. My take on it is that I've seen so many people of color, and even white folks, Asian all races, Latina, Latino, protest, get angry about something, but something something that ultimately they have the power to change. I would tell you back in my old days. <laughs> well, you know what? Guess wait what? a minute. Hold on. Wait Voting wait. alone will make a change. No. Tell who? This is what I said to myself. Tell Andre. I said, I looked at all these it's people. The said, There's so many people. What is going on? Half of these people. Half of these people broken down by everyone we've had protests. I don't know. Just half a quarter <laughs> of those people <laughs> going to apply for the police department examination in their respective areas and attacking that exam and that job like they protested, we would have a better policing system. It will not happen overnight. It will not happen through your next leader of the city or state. It's going to happen by us actually growing ourselves up to take over something. Racism will not go away overnight. It has no plans of leaving here anytime soon. And that's the truth. You have to think about this, you know, like 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 they think about it. They create the, the system and they run the system and they grow the system by ultimately raising their kids to do this work. And it's not going to be easy going into a department or a place like that. But the reality is, is that ultimately you have to, you have to think about it wisely. Now, our cause and effect in this situation has ultimately been that, guess what? We're put under curfew. Corona didn't do this. This is a response to ultimately protest. You have two things that is happening here. You have an election that's coming up. You could change that a little bit enough or much enough or just enough to get by. But every single thing that we have as a pandemic, as an active uh, uh, pandemic or uh, a crisis or a problem, the ultimate thing is to figure out a way to solve them. Every single Fortune 500 company or successful business or institution, including government, has succeeded based upon what? Solving problems. 
attacking problems. Government is here to govern, police. If you want to play a role in how that changes, you have to attack it as a problem. How do you attack it as a problem? One, you attract new leadership on a governmental level. But be strategic and innovative. Also be a little sneaky. You know, like, okay, girl, okay, guy, thank you very much. You think that's how you're going to run your government? Well, we're going to make sure 25% of our community goes and apply for the next examination. As a matter of fact, we want that examination open today. Oh, Governor, you want to put 500 more police officers in the trains and the buses? Okay, thank you. Where is the minority piece of that? How many do we have going out on the streets every night? Break it down. Because they could talk about, oh, we have such and such over in the departments, but they're not talking about how many police officers are minority in our police stations in our communities. They're not talking about the breakdown specifically in Bedford-Sinus versus Crown Heights at 1 o'clock in the a.m. They're not talking about those breakdowns. That's how you attack a problem. But they'll tell you, Oh, we hired XYZ number of people. Okay, MWB, small business services are completely off topic. MWBE, minority women and business. Do you know that includes white women, Asian women? Okay, well, where are these people being placed? Are they all in one borough? Or are they all over here? We don't know these things because we don't always see the breakdown. We just hear the overall numbers. One billion dollars over budget. Or over goal, rather, over goal in minority business contracting. What does that mean? What does that mean? That could mean all hospitals. It could mean all, who knows what it really means when you look at those numbers. So you have to think about this. But before you get into all that data-driven politics and all that stuff, I would just tell everyone the 23rd, if they keep that date, because to me, you never know, right? Pay attention to term limits, because that's something that the governing bodies also play a huge role in controlling. Second thing is to begin to look at the issue and the problem and how you're going to strategize it. My recommendation to communities who are impacted by this is to ultimately take it on as a strategic initiative, community-wise, small groups of you, I'm going to apply for this examination, I'm going to navigate this process. It's better to use your time to say, hey, we're going to go out and head and protest because we need 25% increase on minority hiring in the police department. Because ultimately, they're going to lock you up, they're going to curfew the whole city, they're going to blame everything on you, and they're going to say colored people and this set of people and that set of people have destroyed our city. I completely agree with the action that has happened from the government because ultimately, as much as I want to protest, I don't want to get locked up. And they don't want you to do it either. But trust me, God knows, they don't, some administrations would have let you behave and just misbehave, rather, and just lock your asses up, including some of y'all white folks here. Hello? So that's the ultimate goal. So the curfew is like, okay, you know what? Guess what? A rude awakening, a awakening of the mind, body, and soul, and your freedom that, guess what? Hey, we're giving you a chance to get your ass inside and get out of trouble. Corona, I don't know where she came from. I don't know where she's going. The memo PZOIA is real. But the bottom line, I'm going to tell you, as I look out my window, I see life lit, 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 this bitch is lit, right? But guess what? They will continue to do the same things. You will not see any changes. It will continue to go darker and darker, earlier and earlier, if we don't make change. Let's keep the city lit, okay? And not lit in jail, honey. And not lit in damn near, you know. I mean, come on. Who wants a curfew? 
I mean, this curfew is earlier than my damn childhood curfew. You know what I'm saying? Schools are closed. I don't know where they got the coronavirus from. If you ask me, I'm not going to tell you. Because I ain't trying to have that conversation on the podcast just yet. I'm going to wait till this shit plays out. But in terms of the memophysiolite and that component, it's here. Real. Gotta go, y'all. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.